It says we're live. All right. We're recording. We're rolling. Awesome. Hey, everybody. I really hope that uh, people can hear us because I just adjusted the setting on the, the YouTube live. Yeah. So <laughs> this could be an hour of just total silence. Where they only see our facial expressions. Well, maybe what we could do in post, because I think you can edit these in post. What we'll do is... Um, We'll add like that old timey piano music <laughs> and make it sound like a silent film. That might be interesting. That would not be interesting. And we can put at little all. captions no, as action happens. That would not you know? be interesting at all. Welcome to this show. I think we're actually uh, going to change the name of this show because, babe, I've realized. I was, it was suggested to me to do the Tessa Van Wade show because I'm an author and, and doing marketing for the book and doing marketing for stuff. But in reality, I just... I, it's kind of become our show. Yeah. Um, I like but, doing it with you. But and I don't want to announce anything until we come up with a really good name. What's wrong with the, best, the Tessa and Ben show or the Ben and Tessa show? I don't know. It just seems too normal. I, I think we should come up with something a little bit more interesting. Okay. Well, we'll try. Like, pow. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, pow from, like, you know, I all like, of a sudden that picture of the pow. Yeah, like, from pow, P-O-W. From Batman. Exclamation point, And then dot, dot, dot. Here we go. Can you believe? I like, just made that up. Can you believe that? That's amazing. Maybe I not. wasn't going to go there. Oh, but okay. the, can you believe the pow, like, the, the old Batman that, that used to be cool? Um, yeah, the 60s version. I used to watch that all the time. I know. The pow and the bang and the... I just, I love how like out of shape Batman was. Oh, oh, He was totally. just like a normal dude. He was a barrel. Yeah, with he just like a normal dude that put on tights. Skitty arms. Hilarious. And legs. It's awesome. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. it's not. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird because when you think about, when you think about... Oh, Ben. Get off the table. Um, when you <laughs> I'll I'll show you on the table. What? Um, I don't know. Um, when you think about all those old shows and everything, it's it's kind of it's kind of wackadoodle how like wackadoodle. <laughs> there it is. Hey uh hey Beeve. <laughs> it's totally wackadoodle the the way that we used to uh, the way the things that used to entertain us, you know. Well, I, I'm kind of that makes me sad because why? I, I think that we used to be just. You know, what did, makes it, you sad about what I just said? It didn't take so much to entertain us. Now here we are, like putting on a song and dance, trying to entertain people. Oh. <laughs> and you got to come up with something like "pow." Uh, here we go. <laughs> to. To get people no, to draw in. You came up with pow, here we go. And all I could think was that, all I could see was that yellow. With the red letters. With the red yeah. letters saying bang. pow, bang. Zap. The funny thing is, Zort. is that most people that are like born, like just a little bit after us are never going to know what we're so talking about. So if you don't know what we're talking about, just go down, get on YouTube. I can guarantee you, you can watch some episodes of the old Batman. Oh my gosh. Don't that do it. 60s TV series. Don't do it. No, it's, it's entertaining. It is. It's entertaining it from the perspective of like, let's make fun of it at this point, but it is in not the, entertaining in action and uh, excitement. Yeah. In the late eighties, early nineties, I think it was on Nick at night. 
Oh yeah. And I, I think I, I watched Nick that. at night. Yeah. Holy moly. My my mom didn't have cable at her house, but my dad did. So on the weekends I used to stay at my dad's house and he had cable. So I got to watch all the like Nickelodeon and stuff like that that I didn't I have. remember very clearly one time we I have two older brothers and they were gonna stay somewhere. Um, and I wasn't, and as we're driving away, we were, we were at a like restaurant and they were going to go with this person who was going to take them to their house. And my mom, my mom looks at them and she goes, okay, so I'll see you guys later. No MTV. Yeah. Okay. I got a great story about MTV. (laughs) I knew you would. So my friend growing up, he had the old cable box, you know, the, it had like the red letters on it, the red digital letters. Everybody in the world had it who had cable. And uh, his mom, he, was, he wasn't he was an only child, but he was much younger than the rest of his siblings. So he basically was, at this point, we we're like in sixth grade, and he was the only kid in the house. Yeah. And his mom had put on these blocks for like MTV, VH1, and the other, um, you know, evil yes. channels that we weren't allowed to watch. But he figured out the code. Oh, so, shoot. So we would go after school, and we would watch MTV, and um, anytime she came in the room, we would just change the channel real quick. Yeah. And I remember what it was. There was a button that was, it was auxiliary, but it, the button was AU. Okay. So you put AU and it was one, one, two, three, four. <laughs> and it would like you, you would turn it onto that channel, um, whatever channel MTV was on and you push AU one, one, two, three, four and it would go and it would turn on and it was like awesome. I, well, what's funny is I totally had friends too that we had the code to get past the parents. Yeah. So I never figured it out. I never figured it out for like the spicy channels. (laughs) Spicy channels. I'm trying to come up with a, you know, a a PG version of saying those channels. A sexy channel? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I do know what you mean. Well, because there was, there was another one for like movie channels, right? Like HBO, Showtime. Cinemax. Yeah, but so. isn't it just weird that like MTV was the thing that we were not supposed to watch? Yeah, and and what's funny is like that was back during the time where it was just music. It was just music videos. Yeah. It wasn't shows. Totally. I I remember one time my mom being like, "How do you know all of these all of these songs?" and I'm like, "Because we watched every single Because we secretly watched it on MTV <laughs> at our friend's house. Totally. Behind your back. Totally. Another thing that I wasn't allowed to watch, which I totally did, was The Simpsons. You weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons? My mom did not want me watching The Simpsons. And oh. I totally was like my favorite show. I remember not being able to wear the shirt, the Simpsons shirts Don't to have school. a cow man. And well, the Don't Have a Cow Man was fine, but I believe that what there was a shirt that came out where Bart Simpson's on it. He's and it says choked. Underachiever. Oh, oh, okay. And he wasn't, we weren't allowed to wear the underachiever shirt. I was thinking it was going to be the shirt where Homer is strangling him and it says, why you little? And it's like exclamation point, hashtag, asterisk, you know? So well, it's like a, an implied bad word and he's abusing his I'm child. Sh- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I was never into the Simpsons like at all. That's fine. That's Okay. You do not. You're saying that because we're on here, but the fact no, no. is, is that you've never thought that was okay that I didn't like The Simpsons. I get why you didn't like The Simpsons. I loved it. In fact, most of my guy friends liked it. Yeah. 
It wasn't exactly. Well, our kids love it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, every single time it goes, because there's like still, 75 seasons. It is still going. <laughs> so like our kids watch these shows and, and when they decide to go through the whole gamut of, of Simpsons, we're literally, that means that the years. next year yeah. we will be watching Simpsons every single time I well, walk through the door. It's 30 years of, of programming. So yeah. Yeah. It's like 30 seasons. I don't know the exact amount. But. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Three's Company. I loved Three's Company. I know. Me too. What Jack? hijinks. What hijinks did Jack, Janet, and Chrissy get into <laughs> every week? And Mr. Roper would come in. and. Well, and I remember always being disappointed when they changed from Suzanne Summers to like the other lady. That yeah. there was another blonde lady, and I don't think it lasted very long yeah. after that. I don't really know for sure. I always kind of fantasized being Jack. Well, duh. Like having, although Janet, I feel bad for Janet. Janet today would be so. I think, listen. I think she was that actually. Hair. I think she was actually really pretty. We're talking about the one with the black hair. Well, she had a mullet. She had a mullet. Absolutely. I, I she think did. she was actually really pretty. She was, but the hair is just unfortunate. I'm going to have to look back at her picture because I can't even picture her without the mullet. It's terrible. Yeah. The mullet yeah. is all I see. In yeah. fact, I can't even picture her face. I only see the mullet. It's similar to the, uh, to the hairdo that the wife on The Shining has. Yes. <laughs> it's just terrible. And, you know, it's funny. It's because this thing was filmed in the 70s. I bet in the 70s it was great. The mullet? Yeah. Yeah. Like that look was in. Is it it wouldn't have been there if it wasn't Okay. There. Well, let's talk about that. Why why does that mean that it's okay to look like that? Like when I, why why do things like mullets actually become It's just a trend. Trends. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it cuz people are like cutting mullets again. Like I look in the mirror and I go, "Oh, okay. I look okay, you know, all of that kind of stuff." If I if I had a mullet every morning, I would probably look in the mirror and be like, I can't live with myself. <laughs> and you know what? I don't feel like I need to apologize to our listeners who have mullets. No. Because you chose to have a mullet. I think that the... Chances are you're doing it to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think people... Do people actually be serious about no, their mullets? There's like a hipster thing going on right now where people are like cutting mullets for real. I, I don't get it. But they're like, pre they're like kidding, right? They're like no. taking them... No, it's like a trend. It's like a thing. Oh. Gotta, well, I all I know is that when... I, I think that Janet's from Three's Company was probably one of the worst. And I think that really, it really did her a, 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 an injustice. I think it was more like a slanted bowl cut. <laughs> like, instead of like the straight across bowl cut, it totally. kind of went like tilted like this. I gotta this, see it, it went, now. Rrr. Hold on, I gotta see it now. This is... I got The only I gotta, problem with you looking up stuff is yeah. you get kind of quiet because you. No, I'm not going to get quiet. Okay. You keep going. Okay. Three. Anyway, um, what's funny is I, I think I think the whole MTV thing. My parents were trying to keep me from watching Madonna. Um, the Who Life else? is a Mystery one. Uh, that, where, the, where she's a nun. Where the burning crosses. Yeah, burning yeah, crosses. I, it's totally. Evil. I loved that song, and I was so guilt ridden for loving that song. That's where I fell in love with Paula Abdul. She was not in that in that video. I, real, I realize <laughs> that. I'm saying MTV. 
<laughs> um, That's just how it sounded. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul was the original. Um, like, <laughs> bear with me. You're gonna have to she get off was the table. The original. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you need make to our chill out. Seasick. Anyway, it's not even moving. She was the original Beyonce, and um, like the reason I say that she was the original. Like, I remember she had legs that I could totally relate to. Oh, okay. So her her build was her build more of a natural woman, yes. curvy type build, like. Even I mean, though she's only like three feet look, tall. There, no, no, don't say natural because the fact is, is that there's there's very, very tall and you skinny I mean. natural ladies. I know. I just want to make it clear because I am very much a let's let's make sure that everybody's comfortable with their own natural self. But there is a natural. There's a natural. <laughs> there's a natural thin, and then there's there's me. <laughs> where what? Where no, no, no. Sorry, don't take it wrong. I love my legs now, but it took me a long time because I was born with very solid legs. Yeah, you're you're of Germanic blood. <laughs> I am of a lot of different blood. It's Scottish. A lot. There's a lot of blood in me of different kinds. Um, but the the fact is is that I always had those. I mean, I was I was born with like tree trunks as as thighs. I think you're exaggerating a little bit. But. No. I don't think, I don't think I am, but anyway, but what's funny is, is that it has taken me years and years. I, it started after, I think we've talked about this before, but it started after knowing that I was going to have a daughter Yeah. and I decided to literally, which actually this goes into what we were going to talk about today, but I actually, when I knew I was going to have a daughter, I didn't want her to grow up like hating her body. That was the scariest thing to me because I had spent so much time hating my body over the years. I mean, I, I'm, unfortunately, I just grew up in the day and age of Kate Moss, right? That was the one, that was the person that always kind of, you know, I was in my brain or, you know, women were just practically starving themselves and you know all of that kind of stuff to be to be a, a body type that wasn't theirs right and so I was always doing I was always looking at my legs as a problem I knew ultimately that when I had babies they were going to have a chance to have my legs so I started I started changing my thought process. I started telling myself that how much I loved my legs, what they could do for me, how strong they were for me. Um, literally just started internally changing the, the talk. It's not that I believed it right at first. It was literally that I just started changing the talk. And so I kept telling myself these things, like every time I had a, 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 a you know, a bad thought about my legs, I would change it up. No, I actually love my legs. I love my legs. I would start recognizing women who had legs like me or had build like me. And it, no joke, it turned from just telling myself these things to then living what I was telling myself, which I literally found myself saying these things to me. And then in, in a couple of years, realizing that I actually believed them. Like, 
no, like my legs are strong. My legs are, my legs are awesome and all of this kind of stuff. And then telling myself that I would never, ever speak badly about my legs in front of my daughters because there was a chance they would have the same legs. And guess what? Yeah, they definitely do. They do. They like. Well, and, and they love it because of that. They do. Because you've, you've taught them that this is a good thing. They do. I, they've had literally, uh, they've come up to me and said, oh man, I just love how strong my legs are. I love, you know, they're, they talk good about their thighs. And well, I think there's also just a general, like women being powerful is a good thing now. As We're opposed getting there. To, We're getting there. Yeah. As opposed to like 30 years ago where you know, there was this idea of being like meek and thin mm. and, um, <laughs> Wasting so like, away, yeah. e- even like in the eighties, it was all about the aerobics. Right. And, and it was just about getting thin. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's about being strong. Yeah. There's, there's definitely, uh, there's a, a movement of women being there's strong. A woman, uh, there's a movement of women being strong. There's a movement of also, and maybe I'm being too positive about this, but I talked to my girls about it and they they 100% agree. There's a movement of also just being okay to have the body that you have. Yeah, so so you're not just trying to look for one type. It's like all types are- All types, as long okay. as it's natural and as long as it fits you and you're not trying to fit a mold. Like you have to eat a very specific way when you are a, like, let's say- Let's say you're trying, you know, I remember always looking at thing, people like Gwyneth Paltrow or something like that. Look, I am never going to have that body type. Yet no, in my I, brain, I don't want I, you to have that but body type. I know, but in my brain, it, as a teenager, that's what I was supposed to have because that's what she had. That's what m- many women had. So I was supposed to have that. And so I would literally tell myself, okay, what do I need to do to get that? And so then imagine what my eating and my working out had to be in order to even realize or get that. Yeah, I I can completely relate to you because in my growing up for me, like the men that we were supposed to look like was like Brad Pitt, you know? Yeah. And and fortunately for me, I already looked like that. Oh, I knew that was coming. (laughs) I so it wasn't as much of a struggle because you I was know I knew there. that whole time that you were speaking I was like this is not going to be real <laughs> I was being too authentic I, I think that's mm-hmm. why this you, was not going to be real yeah, and I was right waiting waiting for that but it is funny because um the the fact of the matter is is that going back to Paula Abdul I remember looking at her and and recognizing a similarity even though she was way shorter than me I'm five eight I think Paula Abdul is like five feet. Okay. I think she's very small. But anyway, watching her and like looking at her and going, oh my gosh, like somebody who is kind of shaped like me, somebody who has solid thighs. And not only that, but all the men are like in love with her. Well, I I think too, because she was actually a real dancer. Yeah. Right. She wasn't just a, a singer who has to perform. She no, was she like, started as a choreographer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think she just kind of had the whole package. She did. You know? Yeah. But it is funny because, um, like, she was to me, it's just funny that you bring her up because she was to me the original, um, the 
the original kind of, even though she didn't get as much credit for it as like the Kardashians do or like JLo does or Beyonce, she didn't get the credit, but she was the original. She was the OG. She was the original booty. She was the OG booty and legs. <laughs> Seriously, Paula Abdul. I never go really, back and look. I never thought of her that way. Yeah. I was too busy. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to like, I, I thought it was cool that she danced with a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. Like, That's that cool. was they one of cartoon. the best ones. And it was in like a suit jacket. Cold hearted snake. And you don't remember like, yeah. like looking at he her thighs. In, he was in that? like a zoot suit. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I yeah. don't remember. Like, well, she had like Z Cavaricis on. I don't remember her thighs being very prominent. I remember, we're gonna Z, have to go back. remember Z Cavaricis. Okay. So everybody <laughs> needs to go. Anybody who listens to this needs to go and listen to, and watch that video. First watch three's company. <laughs> then watch Paul Abdul. I loved John Ritter. He was just great. Yeah. But I, really quick, I have to say something. You always, you opened my eyes a long time ago to that saying of women don't get, women don't get skinny for men. Yeah. They get skinny for each other. See, I thought I was going to get in trouble for saying that. Why? It's It seems like. It's one of those things that, oh, a man is just deflecting responsibility again. No, oh, no, here no. We go. No, because or, or maybe, I, I don't know, somebody may think differently than I do, but I know that to me yeah. that helped so much because I go, wait, oh, wait, you don't, you don't need me it to was, be skinny. You don't need me to eat like a freaking nothing, like so, a nothing. Yeah, so for those listeners who don't listen intently to all of our podcasts, um, we're referring to one of our episodes where we talked about this yeah, a little bit and I referenced the song Wild Nights. I still don't know who sings it. Wild Nights? Um, you still haven't even looked up Janet from Three's Company. I so know. looking up this is going to be another thing. Anyway, um, Wild Nights. Um, I think that's what Wild Nights is Colin or something. Okay. Anyway, the um, the... The lyric is, all the girls walk by dressed up for each other. So that's the, that's the one you're referencing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, there, there is, it is. Janet. There she is. There's her. Yeah. Sweet old <laughs> mullet. Her mullet. That's one of the versions that's of the hair. That's one of the versions. That's yeah, not the bowl cut version. See, she's actually, I think she's actually quite attractive. It's just, it's just the oh, hair. She was, yeah. She was beautiful. She was. Yeah. But anyway, it is funny going back to like, it is funny the things that we were told not to watch or not to do as kids. And those are the things that I have kind of the fondest memory of. I know. Probably because we were breaking the rules. You think that? Yeah. I think there's a level of that. There's like this little edge to it, you know? Funny thing is, is we don't ever put any rules around our kids. Yeah, we don't have many restrictions and they just follow their own rules, which are more strict than the ones we I put on I know. <laughs> it's so weird. So apparently that's how you parent. You just stop putting I, a ton of I rules. I don't know. I, I think that we just, um, because we are very much rule followers naturally, I think that yeah. there's a natural, uh, there's something in the DNA <laughs> yeah, that totally. they just, we didn't get one of the rogue kids. You know, I don't know what we would do with, with one of the kids that are like, I had oh. to break every rule. I don't, I don't know either. I think Probably that you would go mind. insane. Yeah. I think absolutely you would go insane. Well, one of the things we were going to talk about today was, um, 
Kind of the story, right? The stories that we we tell ourselves. Yeah. Which we've talked about before. Well, yes, we've, I mean, we touch on these themes quite often, but um, I think it's it's worth bringing up again because it's something that immediately floods your mind the moment you wake up and most people don't even realize it. Right. So being able to identify when you're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Um. Who tells the lies? Well, there's a lot of theories in that. And we're not going to get into that. There's religious theories. There's, mm-hmm. you know, scientific things. But the point is that it's not natural for your brain to tell you that you're a loser. Because <laughs> your brain wants you to be, wants you to survive. Right? Dude, my brain told me I was a loser for many years. Yeah, so so we're talking about when we say the lies, it's it's all of the stories that you tell yourself. Well, the reason we even started to talk about this was because the story I was telling you earlier. Yeah, so maybe you should tell that story. Or are you embarrassed to? I mean, no. It's not a bad story for me. It just, I, you know, <laughs> I don't want it to sound well, like I'm. But the so we would, growing up, we were in, we were in youth group. And I was telling, I some had some people somebody, may not yet know what youth group is. That's like it doesn't matter. It was a place where we would go to when we were when we were. It's, it's not like Hitler Youth. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about that kind of youth group. We're talking about a a church youth group. Yeah, we're talking about a okay. church youth group. And that's, so, growing up in I the mean. church youth group, got to clarify. We would go. We would. There would be a, a way of it, right? We go. We go to somebody's house. We sing songs. And Wait, you would go to somebody's house. Yeah. Did you not have a building? No, we would often go to people's houses. Oh, that's lame. Oh, I think it's comfy. We would be able Depends to sit on, on couches and... Depends on the house. Anyway, we would go to people's houses and we would... The the way it would go is we would sing songs and then we would have a lesson and then we would all play and hang out, right? Okay. Yeah. Instead so of causing like wreaking havoc around the community, Yeah. you're, you know, cooped up in somebody's house Um you know, doing positive things. (laughs) Hopefully. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's the whole idea behind the youth group. Yeah. And so, and so we were there and, and what, here is the funny story. I was the kind of, I was the kind of teenager and people always tell me when I tell these stories, I always get a message from people that I haven't seen in years going, um, I never thought that you were shy in high school. I never thought that in, I, I've, I've figured out the way I need to actually change it up is cause I had a really good solid like stance about me in the sense of I'm going to cover this up really well. And so I would, I would just stay quiet. So you're and really good at masking. So your- I was really good at masking, but re- what it really was, was I always, I actually look back on it and it was like, yeah, I guess it was a, a form of shyness, but it was really that I would just have a lot of anxiety when I thought about going and talking to people. Very so ironic. I had this like person, very ironic because I'm not like that anymore. Yeah, you like yeah. won't shut up now. I, in, in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> I don't know how to. No, like you get, you get really excited about people now. I do. I get super excited about people, but it took me a long time. And I think that had I not had those insecurities, I would have gotten excited about people in high school. I just was so, I was so insecure and so worried about like, I didn't assume that people would, my story that I told myself all the time was 
they don't want me coming up there and talking to them. They don't want me to jump into that group when I don't know what they're talking about. Like how embarrassing, like they don't want me. And maybe a lot of high schoolers have that, that story that they tell themselves, you know? Uh, Yeah. I think, I think that just in general, kids are more insecure. Yeah. I think we just haven't found our maturity level. And I definitely was, there were not only, not only are they insecure, but they believe everything is about them. Yeah. So it's like a weird selfish insecurity. Yeah, for sure. Like a narcissist. Well, they, they always say, yeah, teenagers are kind of narcissists. are kind of narcissists for sure. Like it's all, uh, even their sadness and their pain. Definite mental issues going on there. Yeah. So, but eventually we all get out of it and uh, yeah, uh, (laughs) all you use the word all. I think we need to look that up in on Google. (laughs) No, but anyway, the story goes is that I was telling him, I had somebody contact me this morning. They, they were super amazing. They said some, they said nice things about, they just read my book and, and all that. And, and they knew my dad. And so they said, your dad would be really proud. So that was a very special moment for me because even though I've gotten a lot of people talking about my book and sending me messages and, and everything, that was, that was the first time I'd heard from somebody, your dad would be really proud. And that, that was cool because, you know, there are things that totally you miss when somebody passes it's, and, and it's the, it's the things that are exciting in your life and the things that are like, you know, he never got to see our kids and he never got to see us move to Hawaii and he never, you know, and, or build my business or, and now, you know, publish a book and, you know, and so it's funny because to hear that my dad would be proud, it's awesome. But this person reminded me of one time I ran into this person a little bit later after high school. And I, I think I ran into several people. I can't actually remember it very, very vividly. But I remember very vividly going to these youth groups and I would sit down and we would sing songs. And I always, I have a really, if for people who don't know me, I have a really high voice. Um, like, it, like a banshee? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, have a, I just pictured a banshee screaming. No, <laughs> you know what a banshee is. Ben, you know my voice. I'm sorry, you've I've, heard my voice need, a zillion times. I just need to get in here at some point. <laughs> I just, I just need to be able to like say something because it's a long. You story. will be able. It's not a long story. I'm making it long. I apologize. So it is funny because I have a high voice. I think what you, let me, let me say it so you don't have to. Okay. Okay. Tessa has a very beautiful singing voice. (laughs) Thanks. And that's not a husband who's bragging about his wife. Um, She actually does have a really beautiful singing voice. Her whole family is very musical and she's a soprano. I am a soprano. And uh, she's not a banshee. (laughs) She actually has a very beautiful voice. Thanks, that way babe. you don't have to say it <laughs> so it you. doesn't come across as bragging. Thank you. I appreciate anybody, that. But anybody that knows, <laughs> knows you me. that's watching this will be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yes. Because that's how they know yes. you. Yes. Uh, you used to be a- In high school, yeah, I sang singer. a lot. Yeah. I sang a lot. And and what's weird is that we don't do that at all. But that's I, a whole other thing. I too was in choir. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very beautiful voice. <laughs> Mine was more of like a, a popularity contest, not not like a, an you, ability. You had a you had a deep voice. You had a, had a you were yeah. a bass. Well, eventually, 
because I hit puberty halfway through <laughs> high school. So I started high school as a basically a soprano. <laughs> no, I was like a, a, a tenor. Yeah. And then um, between my sophomore and junior year, I went from being a tenor to being a bass. That must have finally. been so weird. Weird. Was that like, did that feel weird? Honestly, I don't remember. I remember um, like, trying. Do you feel it? Because to me, I, I, when I hear you, when I hear people speak low, yeah. Uh, yeah, like even when I get sick in the morning, like sometimes my voice can be really deep, especially when I get sick, right? And so I feel it like in here. Yeah, there's a bit of a rumble. Yeah. Um, I've kind of lost some of that. I'm kind of just like a baritone now, just this boring gray noise. <laughs> That's basically what I sound like. The brown noise. A little bit of a, like a frog who sings gray. <laughs> well. Anyway, I've made it about myself again. I love you it. You have a beautiful singing voice. Continue. Thank you, Ben. Um. So anyway, so I I would sit in there and I would always have these like super high harmonies to these songs that we would sing all the time. Um, and I loved singing them, right? I love singing these harmonies and I was able to do it because I have a natural soprano. So I was able to do it quietly in the back, you know, or at least as quiet as I think I'm going to be quiet as Just a, a teenager. <laughs> I know, right? Like what if I was, who knows? I probably was, but it is funny because years later, so I saw that these guys were like laughing in front of me or like talking to each other. And I remember getting like quiet her quieter like when I heard that like oh shoot like you know you assumed they were talking about you of course I did and so years later I run into these people and and I run into this these guys and they specifically mentioned youth group and they specifically said that um they said, oh man every time that we would get in we would go into youth group and we'd be like okay where's where is she sitting and then they would sit in front of me so that apparently that they could hear, they could they could enjoy the harmony that so I was giving to you. The so, so they could hear the nightingale. I, it's I a do silly remember. story, but it is funny because I was very cruel to myself in that thought process. Yeah, like... I was super the cruel reality, to myself. Yeah. The reality is that they were specifically looking to hear you because it was so beautiful. And in your mind, in the story you told was that they were trash talking. And I feel really stupid for telling right? the story now because I don't want it to be about like that, that it's well, about me, how old were my you? voice being beautiful or whatever. How That's not what it's about. Um, 16, 15. Yeah. So, I mean, 16 year olds are dumb. Yeah. They're going to think things like this. But right? it is funny. Well, yeah, but I think that a lot of us don't stop telling ourselves these stories. Absolutely not. I had a story today. What? You, like in your own head? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear it. Ben, you can insert yourself right. right here. I mean, this is, it's not, it's not a great story, but it well, is, don't start it is it like something that. that. Then it's not going to be a no, great story. No, because I, I, um, I've been very aware of the stories that I tell myself because we've been kind of for the past year, we've been like catching each other being like, oh, that's a nice story you told yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like, that's a story. Mm -hmm. Don't believe it. Mm -hmm. uh, don't believe the lie. Uh, anyway, today is super minor. I, I'm in charge now at, at my job site. And uh, I had to send some guys to go pick up some material. Right. So I, I chose the guys for a reason that I thought was a really good reason. Okay. 
uh, and I chose these two in particular. They're part of a team, and I felt like you know they finished up their job, and this is a perfect time for them to go because they're kind of in between jobs. I didn't want to split up the teams. Sure. So these two guys, I'm like, perfect. It was a two-man job. They had to load up some heavy stuff. Anyway, so I, we gave them the list. We sent them off, right? And it was a pretty long list. And they come back a couple hours later, and everything is wrong. <laughs> they got everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and immediately, immediately, I took the blame in oh. my own mind. Oh. Like, I'm like, not, not in a good way, like, oh, this is as a leader, yeah. I should have been more communicative. No, it was like I chose the wrong thing. I should have thought this through better. I should have chose different guys to go. And this is nothing against the guys that went. They just clearly were not, I don't know. Ultimately, it was their fault. Right. It's not my fault at all. It's actually their fault. Yeah. But my, prop, my, my project manager um, was under the impression that I was sending somebody else. Who wouldn't have made that mistake? Oh. But he doesn't know that as the guy who's in charge, I chose those guys for a specific reason, and that reason was a good reason. Yeah. And I stand behind that. Yeah. But my mind starts going like, oh, they're probably talking about how like you made a stupid decision. Uh huh. It's gonna get to the boss. Uh huh. How like you don't you don't delegate well. Uh huh. You know you totally blew it. Yeah. Like you sent one of the higher paid guys to go when it's really a lower paid job. Wait, a hired paid guy came well, with all the wrong stuff? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's the thing. <laughs> but, but higher paid doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right job for them. It, the higher paid guys should stay on the job site and, and work. Like okay. running to get, get materials is kind of a, a Yeah, no, job. I get it. But in this case... Today, it made sense. Well, and I know you. You wouldn't normally send the higher no. paid guys so to go do I it. So it had, there had to be a reason. I made an executive decision that I stand by, and I still stand by it. So I'm proud of myself for that. Okay. But it doesn't change the fact that I still had these stories going on in my head that, like, behind my back, they're being, like... Because these, these are the things I'm insecure about is, am I good at delegating? Am I making the right decisions? Mm -hmm. um, am I being a good leader? Mm -hmm. And immediately those things came into question for the stupidest reason. Yeah. I mean, nobody's thinking that. I know nobody's thinking that. And it's really not that big a deal. It's just one of those like, because it wasn't perfect. Yeah. And for me, we've talked about this. Everything has to be perfect. Uh, and it wasn't perfect. So, right. So right. it like, it, it caused my, my mind to start telling that story. Totally. And in the past, I think I would have like told myself even more story than even that I would have gone down further down the rabbit hole, but yeah. I've, I've been like actively working and this is, this is just a little picture. It's, it's minor. It's not that big a deal, but it was still a story. And I was able to recognize that it was a story that was not true. And I needed to like stop it right there and be like, no, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You didn't do the wrong. You didn't make the wrong decision. It was just one of those annoyances that happens occasionally. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll get over it. Yeah, and I, but it, it, that is, that's the craziness. I think that as as teenagers, I think it it we, um, I think we don't know how to battle it at that point. Yeah. We don't even know about it. Maybe even well, we don't do know how to recognize it. Tell me if you experienced this when you were a kid. You get new clothes, right? Okay. In fact, I know the answer to this. <laughs> For me. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, even myself, who I was, a, I was a fairly confident kid. Mm-hmm. I would still like if I if I bought like a new pair of shoes that I really liked, or a new shirt or something. Yeah. I would like walk onto campus and be like, "Is this going to pass the test?" Totally. Like, am I going to get um, ridiculed for this? Hello. I had some very gnarly things happen to me but those from other kids. Those weren't stories. Those were real. And that's the thing about stories. Yeah. The stories come they from- They come from reality. Reality. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that kids can be brutal. People can be brutal. Okay. So I have a story. I don't know if I've told this story is yet. Is it the boot story? Yeah. Oh, you got to tell it. It's great. Did I? No, it's, it's, it's not such great. A, it's such a great, it, it's like, it's like in a- classic 80s high school movie <laughs> this would <laughs> but so this happen was, this was not 80s this was n- early 90s because we were in L- we were in junior high right but this is like the classic how schools okay. are story so you know I, <laughs> I didn't have the best i didn't have the best um fashion sense in fact, it took me a while. And then what's funny is as I got older, I started liking fashion a lot more, right? And I ended up coming, kind of doing my own little thing, you know? I just always had this kind of quirky fashion sense. And I found these boots that kind of looked like they were, they kind of looked like they were old fashioned. So like they kind of like witches boots. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder. Don't okay. laugh. Okay, so I picture I, I picture like um like Western woman yeah. in like the eighteen hundreds yeah. that are like lace up, they have a little heel and a pointy toe. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exactly. And the heel like kind of went in and, and then, then out. went out. Oh, this is great. I've never heard you describe the boots. I didn't I've want, heard this story many times. I didn't times. want to describe the boots. Did you wear like a petticoat too? No, Ben, you are a mean girl. And a parasail? And you're a mean girl in your heart. I am. I'm sorry. You are such a mean girl in your heart. Okay. So you wear the so boots. So the story goes, and I totally had a crush on this guy. Um, what was his name? I don't want to tell his name. Come on. He may, he may. Everybody that grew up with us knows him. Although we did, uh, I had a crush on Joel Alabaz. Okay, I okay. remember him. He was pretty. Okay. Ha- he was he was a cool dude. And he, yeah, he's such a sweetheart, uh, and he's he married. Was like the football. Uh, he played football. Guy, right? Yeah. yeah, but like he, you know, he's got a beautiful, such a sweet, beautiful wife. Um, named Jenna who I totally love. So, um, yeah, but anyway, the reason I even say his name is because I what, totally had this crush. This? this is, I believe this is eighth grade. Okay. So I have this crush, um, you know, all this and he's you got your killer boots on I've got like my, ready to go. Yeah. But I <laughs> knew I told you, like you just said, when you walk onto campus, you're like questioning. I knew I walked onto campus and I was like, I love I love these boots. They make me feel like I'm an, in a different world. And I but yet like I wore jeans with them and probably a vest. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, that might have worked then. I know, but it didn't. And and so I get onto campus and so at lunch, I notice that there's a huge group of girls watching me. Like Classic. We're talking massive group of girls. This is okay. Great. This is 
great. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking like, I want to say there's like eight to 10 girls in this group. And they're all girls that terrified me actually, like, because I knew that they had a tendency to kind of pick on you a little bit, you know, they could, they could probably be really harsh. In fact, I worked really hard at staying away from these girls I so that I never ever could get near them. Yeah. Every school had this, had this group. And there was yes. also a group of guys like this too. In, in, in <sighs> the boys world, same thing. So I see them talking, they're saying stuff about me and I can see they're saying stuff about me and so I'm, getting, like a story you're I'm getting more and more insecure as I'm walking through and I'm walking through alone. Yeah. I'm not with friends. I'm, I'm at lunch by myself. I, because I was, I was by myself and shy and all this. And I see my crush that's like not very far away and like he's standing over there and then there's this group of girls that are just totally, I can tell that they're going to, and so the leader and a couple of her posse comes up to talk to me and she's like, hey, uh, like those are great boots. Where did you get those? <laughs> so evil. <laughs> and I, killer boots man and i'm like i my heart sunk because i knew that like she was tr she was legitimately trying to make me believe that she was that real she was like real. like she yeah. was being real um and i knew she wasn't and so my heart sunk and my face i remember that remember that flushed feeling oh, yeah I don't get that so much anymore, but like as a kid, yeah. that was like my face got super flushed and, um, and she was like, um, she goes, yeah, those are really great boots. And like the other girls are like beside her, like going, <laughs> yeah, those are super cool boots. Where did you get those? I mean, it's a total movie story, but I, and I said, oh, my mom got them for me for like, from like. JC Penny or something like that. Yeah. And she goes, Oh uh, yeah. You could like wear those in like the 1800s or whatever. And I'm like, she wasn't wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And so anyway, she said a couple more mean things and then, and obviously made it really funny that like so funny that when she walked away from me, she went up to the girls and they all looked at me and just laughed like huge laugh. Doesn't that seem crazy this that that great. actually happened? No, not at all. Cause that was middle school. So I went home that day. I think I might've actually even went home early, like called my mom and stuff. I took those boots off. I threw them in the back of my closet and pretended that I never, ever, ever got them or saw them ever again. See, I think- <laughs> And I, I got think, rid of them. I think, I, this is a horrible story, obviously, but <laughs> trendsetters do this kind of thing. Like they find something that they think is cool. Yeah. And they make it so that everybody else wants a pair. I didn't right? make a trend so, out of these 1800 well, boots. Where you where you missed the boat, I think, was like, I think that if you had walked onto campus like super confident in your killer boots, like the next week, I don't other think people you would understand. Have been those boots. I, nope, I don't think you understand middle school, and I don't think I there totally was, understand middle school. Mm, 
I don't think that. I think that you were either in the group or you weren't. And I think that that I was going to there. I have so many stories like that. Like I have so many stories like that. I was one of those people. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a reason. I'm sure people from high school can probably contact me and be like, hey, look, this is why. (laughs) This is why you you were mistreated like that. Or this is why we did those things. No, but I, I think that everybody has a story like that. Yeah. Even if you were like, even if you were the mean girl. Oh, sure. I think that she ha- she probably has stories just like that. And and that's the thing. Like, we all grow up, right? right. So this this person, I'm sure you remember her name. We won't say it. No. But I'm sure she's a, a wonderful person. I don't know. At this I, point. I, I, don't, I haven't because found her on Facebook. I don't know. Because yeah. we all grow there up. There was a lot of girls in that group. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that they turn out to be wonderful people. Yeah. Because we all grow up. Yeah. A lot of us were horrible in middle school to each other. Myself included. Yeah. I was I was pretty horrible to some people. Yeah, and there are some things that you know I just can't take back. You just have to chalk. Well, it and up. what's funny you is have to chalk it up to I was a kid. What was funny is I would try so hard to I would try so hard to almost act confident, right? And then that would get yeah. me into the worst trouble too, right? Because it's not real. You it's can not, see right through. You it. can see right through that. So I would I would try really. I do hard remember to. the feeling of being really uncomfortable at school for what you're wearing though. One time it was spirit week and it was like, it was like color day. You're supposed to like wear the, the same solid color. And the only thing I had that, that was like the same color <laughs> was this, I had this yellow banana yellow. Okay. <laughs> Which I look terrible in. Yeah. Banana, yellow is not your color. So banana yellow hoodie. And I had, I don't know why I think I wore them for a costume. Banana yellow, um, bell bottoms yeah because uh, it was a big thing in the in the 90s you could find bell bottoms from like authentic b- bell bottoms from the 70s at the thrift store yeah and they were like those like polyester oh my yellow gosh. bell bottoms wow and i thought you know what i'm gonna do it <laughs> it's spirit week i'm gonna it's wear suicide i'm gonna wear a hoodie and these super tight yellow bell bottoms and I figured that sho- the only shoes that go with that were my like black Payless combat boots. Oh no! So I literally looked like a banana. Oh my gosh! And I remember getting to school, and nobody else dressed up. It was like one of those days where like people just didn't want to do it because it was kind of lame the whole color thing. So I had to walk around all day in those yellow bell bottoms. <laughs> it was my freshman year. <laughs> I remember feeling like such an idiot, but uh, it makes a good story. It does make a good story. And your story is amazing. (laughs) I have so many stories like that, that I can't even, it's so So funny. Sometimes the stories you tell yourself are true. (laughs) Like in that case, you knew what was real. Like they were making, they were 100% making fun of me. But unfortunately they were very clear about that. Unfortunately it was that real story. In fact, one of somebody came. Oh, didn't they clarify that? By the way, we were kidding. They're not really cool. No, horrible. No, they were very clear about that. Um, I have a strange memory of of somebody nice or possibly Joel coming up and being like, "Hey, were they making fun of your 
boots. Like, which is even worse. Which is so <laughs> worse. More attention <laughs> to the boots. <laughs> just stop talking to me about my boots. It's you should have just taken them off I was like, and it's walked okay. barefoot the rest I, of the day. I wanted to so bad, but then that's embarrassing too, right? Yeah. Oh, there's shoeless girl. There was one time I remember, like, I came in and I got in a new pair of socks and I look over and these guys are just cracking up like it's the funniest thing in the entire world. Again, junior high, they're cracking up like something is, a f- and they're looking at me. I'm like, what? What did I, I don't, what did I have? And they come over and they're like, did you just get new socks? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? And they're like, you left the stickers on them. <laughs> that is the funniest thing ever. So st- I just remember being like, okay, Because to thanks. a middle schooler, leaving the stickers on your sock so is So embarrassing. Hilarious. Yeah. But see, that's, but, but again, that, that's where we get into trouble. You know what's funny? Because we recognize, we, these are the things that made us. So we have to get out of that mode of believing that people are against us. Well, that's what I was going to say. Your real story is what planted the seed. Right. Of many of your future stories. Correct. Uh, and that's, that's the thing we have to get past. We have to be able to allow other people to grow up in our minds as well. Uh, by the way, a few weeks ago, one of the guys on my job site showed up with some new pants, Uh a new pair of jeans. Uh And it's like the exact same story. He had the sticker on it. (laughs) We were like, Hey, did you just get those jeans? He's like, yeah. Do you like them? We're like, yeah, you left the sticker on moron. (laughs) So in other words, you're telling me that it actually never changes well, and that we can't actually uh, believe that people are not against us. I mean, construction workers kind of never grow up. Oh my gosh. So, you guys are horrible. Yeah, but, but the difference is it's fair game for everybody. So we don't just pick on one guy. Everybody right. picks on each other. Right. So it's kind yeah. of fun. Well, I don't know. It's, it was, it, these, I didn't expect to be telling that story today. It's um, a great one. It is not a great one. And the truth was, I just really had bad sense of fashion. Everybody did. I mean, there no, were. No, f- like I was especially bad with, with fashion. For sure. Well. Like for sure. I mean, <laughs> I can, I can show you pictures. It's okay. I was really bad. I mean, I wasn't. I got better. I wasn't exactly Zach Morris. I got myself. better in high school, and then until I got, yeah, I got better in high school. But junior high, I was. I really had no fashion sense. I was listening to my mom a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mom, when I would try on like pants or shorts, yeah. I'd be like putting them around my waist and she's like, pull up your pants around your waist. She thought my waist was below my nipples. Like, mom, that's not my waist. So, you know, moms um, moms meant well. I know. But, um, they totally did. We all survived. Well, the thing of it is, it's, you know, we just wanted to get on and talk about, because Ben thought it was interesting, that story that I told, uh, you know, about this guy who contacted me and, and how it was my brain that had told me, oh, shoot, like, for some reason, I, I couldn't believe that somebody would actually be thinking something good. It was just yeah. straight to thinking something bad. Straight to the insecurity. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, that has gone away. Because um, 
I don't know. Maybe I just don't surround myself with drama. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think it still. I think it still happens. It's just probably a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so le- you know, don't believe the lies. Don't believe the lies. The fact is, is that is that for the most the, the 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 truth and the reality is, is that when we start telling, oh, what we were going to go into was Napoleon Hill, the author. He said, um. What you, whatever you think in your mind, you become. Yeah. And I think, I think we should, um, that can tie us into, I think a whole nother discussion maybe for next week. Yeah. Because that goes into the power of positive thinking yeah, and things like that. And I think maybe yeah. we should talk about that next week. Sounds it, great. It definitely. So come back next week. If you guys want to talk about the power of positive thinking and be, and whatever you think you become. But today we're talking about making sure that we recognize those stories and stop, well, stop telling I, I, us those stories. I it's think, t- yeah, I think in order to start thinking positively, you first have to recognize, you have to be able to identify the stories yeah. that are lies mm-hmm. so that you can kind of shed the negative mm-hmm. and start thinking about the positive. So this might be like a two part thing. It could be. Yeah, it could be a three part thing because a lot of it comes from just like going through what I did with those ladies and being able to like somehow still trust people in the future. So what I do right now, just as a, as an exercise, anytime I'm thinking badly, Oh my gosh, this Uh, must mean a lot. I held it back. So it lasted way longer than it should have. (laughs) Now my eyes are tearing up. Yep. Um, what I was going to say is you're just crying about what you're going to say. It's very dear to me. Um, no, seriously. The, the exercise that I do is that anytime my mind starts doing that, I ask myself, am I telling myself a story? Yeah. And I kind yeah, of Yeah, you and I it. have really made a, an effort this year yeah. over I the telling, last couple of years. Am I, is this a story or is this for real? And what's funny is it came from the book. What book? My book. Oh, the, the new it one? It came from my book, the whole idea of oh, doing that. Yeah, yeah, and yet yeah. it really does, it really has helped. Yeah, That's, the, the unconscious, yeah. right? The yeah. the things that are in our head without us knowing it. Yeah, and just recognizing when you're telling yourself a story. Yeah. yeah. And, and not allowing yourself to live in that story, you know? So just basically watch out. Watch out for those stories that are being told to you because you don't want to be walking around with a bunch of lies. I mean, that's that's definitely yeah. not a way to live. And in order to find our joy and our happiness, we have to recognize that that those things are not um, that that's not actually happening. This person, you're, you know, and a lot of it comes from recognizing that the world doesn't necessarily revolve around you. Sure. There are times when people are talking about you, but a lot of times they're literally just talking about their grandma that said something weird, blah, 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 blah. And it has nothing to do with you. Right. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening today. We are going to have this posted on all the different places you can find. Um, you can find any podcast and, um, we will continue to go live. We are trying to just play around with live on YouTube right now on my YouTube channel, but at some point we have to have a very consistent time and day that we do this so that people can know when to show up and to make comments and all of that kind of stuff. It's always the goal. So, no, that's what we're going to do. So, uh, thank you for joining us. And next week, we will be back. Okay. End of show. All right. See you guys later. Oh, Lord. You're so weird.